Welcome back, people. It is episode five of season four of the Taxi Squad podcast. We are recording this January 31st. You will be hearing this on February 1st. We are Happy February! Happy February. Happy end of dry January if you chose to do it. You can drink tomorrow or today. So that's exciting. We got a fair amount on the docket today. We got a strange and unusual about a guy having kids with his wife and then having kids with his side wife and he plays (laughs) soccer and that's good then we got to talk about some ncaa you know just different violations going on in the nil and why ohio state just builds absolute freaks of nature add that a little nba talk a whole bunch of nfl talk and where are coaches going it's the taxi squad podcast Come on, everybody, celebrate. The Taxi Squad is here today. So lose the blues, kick back and relax for now. Kick back and relax for now. We talk about sports and stupid stuff. We'll probably wrong and it might be rough. So welcome back. It's the Taxi Squad. Yeah. Vince, how are you? Good man. Good man. Happy February. I got turkeys on my shirt. See that? You got turkeys? Yeah, dude. A bunch of turkeys. I found this in my grandpa's closet, and I was like, why does he have a turkey shirt? My mom's like, I don't know. I'm like, it's my turkey shirt now. Uh, Makes me look like I'm a hunter. You're a a city hunter. Yeah, man. Everybody's hunting for something. I'm hunting for love, baby boy, but it looks like I'm hunting for some... Gobble gobble turkeys as well. <laughs> some, some booze and some Wrigleyville strange. No, He's thank you. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> all He's good on, on the hunt. That. I don't I'm know if good on that. turkeys or pigeons. I guess we're going to have to figure it out after the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Check my Instagram for all the updates. <laughs> so, so let me get this straight. You went full blown fucking Gen Z thrifting in your grandpa's closet. I wouldn't call it that. It was kind of like an emotional, sad, like, let's clean out his house because he died thing. Oh. <laughs> so. Well, I guess but I'm a dick. That was that was a tough thing to bring up. But in a, in a way, yes, I did end up taking a lot of his clothes because, you know, when he bought it way back in the day, style cyclical. And I like to be a stylish kind of guy. I consider myself a person that tries to be stylish. So. You know, yeah. see a couple things I like, and I and I grab it, and it it's good. And my grandpa yeah. wore big clothes, even though he's a small man, so it fits a big man. Yeah, I was about to say. I remember he wasn't a very large man from yeah. childhood. Like he was this kind of a beanpole kind of a guy. Yep, he's just a he skinny, hardworking right Irishman, and he just liked wearing big yeah. clothes, which which does the favor to me. So I'm wearing this turkey shirt today. So gobble gobble. Did you wear it? Did you wear it to the office? No, no, I wore oh. work. I wore work apparel today, and I was like, I'm not wearing work apparel on pod, so no. take something greener. Nev, yeah, never wear work apparel on the pod. Way too dapper for that. Way mm-hmm. too dapper for that. But uh, you know what's not too dapper is uh, soccer players. <laughs> you know, just out here cream pie in the world. You know what I'm saying, dude? I saw this. This is crazy. This guy. First off, soccer players unhinged. And it's something to, like, remember, too, especially in Europe. Like, this is their NFL. These are their high-class athletes. These are the most important guys that are in sports in Europe, essentially. 
Um, mm-hmm. Kyle Walker, he is the right back for Man City. He kind of had a cool story coming up. He fell in love with his high school sweetheart. They ended up coming up. He had to work to get into the Premier League, and then, boom, he gets in there, and he's been playing his ass off. All that's fine and dandy. He's a very good player. The reason we bring this up, because he apologized to his pregnant wife, his wife that's pregnant with his fourth kid, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, He apologized to her because he knocked up his side piece for the second time. (laughs) So... Two things you learn from this. This man is fertile as hell. He's absolutely fertile. And also, he does I mean, not know how to keep I mean, is he fertile or are the women even more fertile, you know? Yes. It takes two to tango, Mike, right? It does. I mean, this this one I'm looking at right here, she's got some wide hips, to put it lightly. What's her name? Yeah. Uh, uh, Lauren it, Goodman. That's his. That's a side piece, that right there. Uh, his wife, her name is Annie. Uh, so they this happened before. So before they had kids, he cheated on her with this girl who's an Instagram model. And again, his wife is the high school sweetheart. So they dated. And then he started getting all good. He linked up with this Instagram model, made some bad choices. I apologize, blah, blah, blah. They decided to get married. They started having kids and shit. He does it again. So this is the second time. And he has a couple kids with his wife. She finally divorced him. And good for you, Queen, because this guy's an idiot. And mind you that his wife is goddamn beautiful. So is the Instagram model, obviously. But it's kind of just like maybe he's living his life because he's in the perfect situation for guys, especially in England. Like, he's the right back for Man City. Like, that's the shit if you're in England, obviously. But come on, man. Get your shit together. What are we doing? Well, I mean, professional athletes on the whole aren't exactly the most ethical people on the planet. I mean, LeBron's we've been... all heard the story that we know of. Right. So they, at least they keep it hush hush. I'm not a yeah, LeBron so hater, a little but bit... like it seems like they got. Their... Oh, I'm a complete. No, LeBron I'm not a LeBron hater. lover. I don't. I don't. You know, gloss our boy up, but like, you know, spade is spade. It seems like he's done all right. Yeah, if we're using LeBron as an example. Now, if we look at, you know, Michael Jordan or oh, never Scottie cheated. Pippen, <laughs> right? You know, those guys were fucking anything that moved. They would Larsa fucking think they could hold it down. Larsa Pippen banging Michael Jordan's son. Still. They're about to get married. Yeah, still doing it. Allegedly, Gross. MJ does not approve of that relationship. And him and Scotty, Scotty <laughs> out here looking like the fucking Cheeto guy. Yeah, even you know, if you like don't like each other, there's still respect there, and it's like, what the f- what are you doing, Marcus? Come on. Well, I mean, hey, that's she his babysat claim them, my guy. Dude, it's like the teachers that like bang their students. Like, where sort were they of. when we were in high school? You know that. that but this was like another level now. of like since real adolescence. That's like your preschool teacher being like, "Sup, Mike." <laughs> Shout out to Miss Cooking. Ah, <laughs> me too. Me too. As did I. Uh I you know you're from the same town. I hope she's still alive. I love that lady. Yeah, I don't know if she'd appreciate that comment. Anyways, um Mike, that was that was 20 years ago plus, brother. Dude, for me it's like, yeah, no, 25. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah, so yeah. like you never fucking know. <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh no, boy. Any hoodle. Yep. But as far as this guy goes, I mean, yeah, hey, Kyle Walker. Let's get back to you him. You know, <laughs> Kyle 
Kyle Walker, so he's a right back. So in theory, and on a soccer field, what would be the equivalent if we're going to think of like hockey? So you got basketball. like the three guys up top, right? And then you got the defenders, and yeah. then you got the goalie on the bottom. And for people that are listening, I'm doing finger puppets. So this okay. guy, if I'm th- knowing this correctly, I'm not like a genius, but this guy is like, no, is right here for your view. So he's the right back. He's on the right side and he's back because there's two guys on the outside and then there's two guys in the middle that are like defenders. Okay. He's right back. If I'm not okay. mistaken, I'm not a big soccer guy, but. So he's kind of like a winger in a way. In a way, but he's not in the front line. He's back. He's the back line, but yeah. he's not a defender or a defenseman. I think he might be considered that. They have different names for it, so it's not the same as hockey because there's more so guys on British. the field. So, so British and weird. But okay, so the high school sweetheart, which he has three kids with, you know, yeah. who knows? It could have gotten like a fight, and he was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go back to the you know baby mama." No, the old one. No, not the case. So he, explain how did it happen? He got injured, and the first time it happened, they were on a break. Right. But that, okay, I get the whole we're on a break, you can do whatever you want, but impregnating a random Instagram model is a whole different we're on a break. <laughs> and when you make that much money, I mean, like, remember Antonio Cromartie had, like, 15 kids? Philip goddamn Rivers, brother. <laughs> but Antonio Cromartie well, was just Rivers, picking a bunch of guys. Philip, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but Philip Rivers, you know, you have to understand, that is a man of God, mm-hmm. and, like, I think... Philip Rivers wife at this point just materializes kids out of her vagina and they're like ready to start school immediately. Probably. Where it's just like they, they just walk up and they're like, cut this. Okay. I'm ready for school. <laughs> like, like goo goo gaga. What's two plus two four. Like, and you're like, Oh shit. It's like, I, I, I'm ready. For first grade. I've been baking for a minute. I yeah. mean, if we think about Philip Rivers, like he's he's got some strong swimmers for his age. Well, Eddie you know Murphy too. Eddie Murphy too, right? He made like a he yeah. made like a, a town for all of his baby mamas and kids. Um, no, but this guy, so first time they were on a break. Second time he got injured. He got a groin injury. Okay, required him to spend a bunch of time in London rehabbing. Where's and his he, wife in all this? I see. That's well, the thing. I don't she, know. Doesn't she live in London? Uh. Well, he might not actually, like, they might live somewhere else, like, during the season, and then he, like, you know, because, like, he's, Manchester City's in Manchester, and then he went I mean, to London. Kyle Walker. I mean, chances are he lives in London. He, well, Manchester, they probably moved to Manchester. They probably live in Manchester. He probably rehabbed in London. They probably have better facilities in London, so he went to London, which is a different city in England, and that's where he saw the gal. Um, and then this hilarious article says in groin injury, be damned. He impregnated her again. <laughs> so they rekindled their relationship. His groin was injured. She was probably giving him a nice little groin massage and then bada bing, bada boom. There's another kid. Um, he wasn't going to tell his wife about the second child, but when he learned he was pregnant, he decided to speak up is what he said. So, well, like think about Tim Anderson. This is the same fucking thing happened to Tim Anderson. Yeah, but what, one last time. season. Uno. This is the he double dared. He was like he double dipped around. Yeah, he double, he double dipped. dipped in the company ink. Okay, cheating's not right. Obviously, never. It's obviously terrible. Doing it two times and having the same thing happen both times is so stupid. Just at least gotta, wrap it up, man. 
either that or she's not on the you know she's not on the baby blocker you know what i'm saying you know did, did she not disclose that pull up oh, not out, out as game. my friend terry says pull up not out <laughs> that's what he yeah, decided no. to do <laughs> well hey i mean i'm just saying that no it's true like you, you the pull out game's got to be strong especially if you got a pregnant one time she's all about it again yeah you know so i don't know what happens but all I know is this guy has an embarrassment of riches, and now he's lost his wife. So reality hits you fast, my guy. He'll probably be able to take care of this, but don't cheat I, on your goddamn wives, people. There's well, your if you're a professional, yeah, but if you're a professional athlete, like we, they live in a completely separate world. Like Tim Anderson sure. just got some random side piece preggers, and then his yeah. his wife is still like with him. She probably and, wasn't like, jacked about it though. She was probably like, "Hey, what the fuck?" About it. And again, I relationships are relationships are different, obviously. But you could tell yeah. by the out, like the way this ended up happening, that was not the case for this one. Don't know and about the who, Tim Anderson one, but it's just like, what? Who knows? Who knows? They could have been on the rocks. They could have been ready for another break again. You know, you, nobody knows until it's too late. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but just don't have a child with her out of like. Pull oh, out. I, I got a week. I got a week. Let me just make sure I, yeah, I know. plant my don't seed. Create, <laughs> don't don't create the trophy from yeah. the event. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's if make a nine month. You, let's make a nine month long lead up time for a lifetime of a person just because you feel a little silly for a week. <laughs> like that's not what you should do. Could you imagine though that kid? It's like, Dad, how did I get here? It's just like, well, your father was injured and your mom was, was posting her ass on Instagram, and Daddy's like. <laughs> He's like, I need to get all up in that again. Yeah, right. That's what happened. That's essentially what happened. He said he's been well, dating I, his best friend since he was a teenager. Okay, you wouldn't do that to your best friend. Well, maybe, maybe that's how he views her as a best friend, and you know, not a actively sexual partner. He did because he had children with her at that time. Still, you, know, I guess, you never know. She's pregnant right now. <laughs> oh, his his. They his both real are. Wife? They both oh, wow, are they're pregnant. You totally left it out. No, I definitely said yeah, that. You did. So She's both pregnant. pregnant at the same time. Yeah. What if they become best friends? That's like right? sister to the traveling like, pants or or what do they yeah, call right. it? Sister. I don't know. They sister wife. Sister wife. Something like that. No, that's the Mormon show. Pregnancy. I forget. Pact. It's a pregnancy pack. Pregnancy they, pack. Not, none of them made it except for Kyle. Yeah. Pregnancy pack. Kyle's <laughs> out. These two are best friends. Now it would be even crazier if they became like a thing, right? And they oh. decided to switch teams. So their siblings could grow up together and then Kyle's not allowed to see him. I actually support the hell out of that. Right? They should do that. Could be a, could be a thing. Yeah. Write some real Vanderpump rule shit. Keep taking in that child support, brother. He would be so wise if he went to like Bravo or something in, in London or Man U and said, hey, like, I'm a shit show. You should totally make a reality series about my life. Ah, he's really his good agent, soccer, though. He's probably making hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars. <laughs> but if his agent was doing his fucking job, he should go to the right. wives, plural, who are both. No, pregnant. only one wife. I want to make it clear. There's only one, only wife. one wife and the Gumad and say, yeah. listen, listen, reality show. Reality right. show, we're in full effect. Money. Money, 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 money. Okay, he's on a three-year, 27 million euro contract. Okay. Average salary of 9.1 million euro. 
not awful. So he'll be able to pay for it, obviously. But yeah, that is he could, he could have three more kids on top of it. He'd be just fine. Yeah, just like not a good idea. That's just kind of like stop, hey. you know, stop playing loose. That's eleven point five million, by the way, in U.S. I mean, once again, it goes to show you the devaluation of the American dollar and the. <laughs> That's why we had this conversation. <laughs> That's exactly why we had. That's this why conversation I brought it up. The dollars, about... the dollars getting devalued at an insane rate. Yes, <laughs> to talk about inflation and the fact that we have a fiat currency backed by nothing, and that the dollar is crumbling as we speak and before what happened you know to the it, gold standard to be a cataclysmic no event where we go to a digital dollar and you heard it here on the conspiratory not podcast of the taxi squad podcast that ship has sailed brother you never know that you never know <laughs> you're saying dogecoin is going to rule the world again mm. it'd be more like usd coin and then the thought process is to track every purchase you make and to control how much money you spend. And the whole idea is to keep people from spending their money or saving their money. So your money would, in theory, have a time limit. Like in time with Justin Timberlake and Amanda Seyfried. Maybe. There's another fucking guy who's a scumbag. Justin Timberlake has fucking cheated on Jessica Biel openly, and nobody wants to choose to talk about it. Hey, man. No one knows. And that's Jessica Biel. No one, knows just sure. be, he no one knows for sure. He got Louisiana in New Orleans on touching Street, holding a lady's hands. leg. Yeah, and holding hands with her. You're gonna tell me they ain't fucking? Come on, something different. Something different about you impregnating a girl. At home. And then I'm you with you. Kabil at home. Cause. I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. 100. Kabil. I would be so that loyal. Fucking... I would be. I literally. I would be her footstool. Like I would play ottoman for her. That but, is Texas chainsaw. Fucking yeah, Jessica Biel. but there's a difference between touching someone's knee and then like impregnating your side piece. That's what show? Game. What show was she on? Seventh Heaven. We were... Yeah, Seventh the Heaven. The dad's all fucked up. Yeah, the dad raped people, and that guy was supposed to be like he the was a pedophile. Past, like the fucking poster child of the American dream, and he's out here diddling kids. There was an episode where they got mad at their kid for smoking weed, and then the mom's oh, like, it's the, the mom's like. I smoked weed once, and he's like, what? And then she should have been like, why are you diddling kids, you fucking freak? What are we doing here? Right. And then they get really mad about the brother. He's like, did you see how your brother looked at you? Yeah. You fucking marijuana addict. Yeah. Back you then, it was like the forbidden things. fruit. It's and now so it's funny. like legal everywhere. And it's funny because, like, meanwhile, Snoop Dogg is probably, like, you know, just chilling, like, 25, just, like, watching Willie Seventh Nelson. Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. No. Now you walk into a fucking dispensary. It's like going to the Apple Store. You guys want to talk to my butt like, tender real quick? He's got some hot fire. <laughs> You're like walking in. It's like he's you trying to read a book or take a nap. Yeah. It's like, do you like, want some sour diesel triple omega fifty five? And you're like, the fuck does that mean? Like, <laughs> you don't understand the lengths that we had to go through in high school to go purchase yeah. pot. It's like Can you I met a two? fucking random. <laughs> Can I order yeah. a half from you or two grams or an eighth? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's not how risking, it works here, brother. <laughs> risking getting arrested in life and all this happy good shit to go buy a gram of pot. Yep. Like, and allegedly. Allegedly, edibles. allegedly, we would do these things. But, like, truly, <laughs> I never like, did. Just I never did. I waited until I was 21. I was a good boy. 21. 
Can you do oh, yeah. <laughs> Um No, but yeah, dispensaries are literally insane. Every time I walk in there, I'm like, this still feels illegal. So there you go. Yeah. I haven't went into one in a long time. You know, you know, support local businesses. It's been years. Small businesses. It's been moons. It's been moons. It's been yeah. many moons. Many moons. Many moons many ago. Moons. Anyways. Take care of your wife. Don't cheat on your wife. That's the moral of the story. Yes. Now let's talk about college football players who bang everything that moves. Okay. <laughs> Ohio Damn. State. Oh, the Ohio State University. Yep. I, I sent Vince this really neat little graphic of NFL Rookie of the Years over the past like six years now. Yep. Okay. In 2022 was Garrett Wilson. In 2020, I, it was Chase Young. Hello? Go yeah, ahead. I just want to make a caveat. There's always an offense and a defensive. So this is offense and defense, just so people know. It's not like... I think they on, can sorry. figure it out. Yeah, I understand. I don't know. I feel like defense. some of these guys, you know, are you dumb? I don't think so. I love you, if, but like... You pay attention to the footballs. I think it could kind of figure this out. You never We're told me if you're dumb the, or not. No one's ever told me. At the alarming clip, Ohio State players are out here getting fucking just rookie of the years is yep. truly impressive. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. And CJ Stroud's obviously getting it this year. Um, this you is think a- he is? You think? Oh, I thought you were being serious. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is, man. Um, <clears throat> unless, like, they give it to one week out and I already forgot his name. The freaking guy on the on the Lions. What's happening to me? running back yeah jesus that was so bad what a miss by me um yeah i mean they've been a defensive line offensive weapon juggernaut quarterbacks are obviously always the conversation about them and you know some are left up to imagination depending on what justin fields ends up doing but this is hard to argue they get quality talent i'm surprised alabama hasn't had a run like this well, Jameer Gibbs is an Alabama talent, right? But when's Ohio the last time State they won here? one, though? It's a good question. Don't know. I'm looking Maybe. at it right now. I don't see any of them since 2010 for offense. I mean, I'm assuming it was Julio Jones. Where did Eddie Lacy go? <laughs> Eddie Lacy just ate himself out of the league. Yeah, where did he go to college? 80? Alabama. Oh, so he won. Oh, Eddie Lacy did. That's yeah, before he, he did. got. That's before he got the Chubs. Yep. I love Big Boy Eddie. Outside yeah, of that, though, no, there's, Big like, Boy there's Eddie. like no one. Yeah, Big Boy Eddie was a dog in his time. I mean, when he was not eating. But back to the point. So yep. offensive rookie of the year, 2022, Garrett Wilson. Yep. Defensive rookie of the year, 2020, Chase Young. Defensive rookie in the year, 2019, Nick Bosa. Defensive rookie of the year, Marshawn Lattimore, 2017. And then Defensive Rookie of the Year, Joey Bosa, 2016. What's insane to me about this is that there's a brother group in this that's just yeah. truly impressive. Yeah, I mean, they're obviously beasts. I, For some reason, looking at this graphic again now, it's insane to me that Marshawn Lattimore, I guess 2017 is a long time ago. Like, 2017 is seven years ago, six or seven years ago yeah. now. I know. But it feels like Marshawn Lattimore has been in the league for like 12 years. But I think that's just because like really early on he had the whole 
defensive pass interference thing, and he gets in a lot of fights and all that shit. But yeah, that's I mean that's it is crazy just to look at this list. You're like you have absolute units on the line. Chase Young, say what you will, he had a good rookie season. He hasn't been very good recently, especially after the trade didn't really work out that well. But he's in the Super Bowl, so can't get mad at him. Kind of disappeared. I told you this. I want to make that clear. I said this when the when the trades went down. The Montez Sweat trade. We got the better guy. Um, Allegedly, we got the better guy. Okay, we fair did. enough. Allegedly. My ass. He played his ass off at the end of the year. Regardless, maybe do the Texans get both offense and defensive rookie of the year this year? Or is that a Kalijah Kansi? I don't know, man. I, I don't think Will it's Anderson was pretty good both ways. Will Anderson was very good. I, I don't know if he I don't know if he gets that. Maybe. I mean, it'd be sick if the same team got defensive and offensive rookie of the year. I don't think it's any doubt. CJ Stroud cemented himself as the offensive rookie of the year in the NFL this year. I mean, he was an absolute rocket. I mean, he yeah. fucking destroyed people. He had the best interception to touchdown ratio in all of the NFL this season amongst all starting quarterbacks. As so a rookie. That's impressive. And that's a full quarterback stat. I just think about like if he would have been able to stay with Tank Dell through the rest of the year, what they would have yeah. been capable of doing. Would have been pretty impressive. If you told Houston, hey, you guys are going to make it to a divisional round this year, they're like, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> Give me some of that. Yeah, no, I, I agree a thousand percent. I think that this is something that they'll be back in this game. But just once again, just the impressive amount of talent that gets through Ohio State in general. Uh, Ryan yeah. Day recently came out and Boo. made a statement about why? Why do you hate Ryan Day? I fucking hate that guy. He's just talking why? shit on. It's just talking shit on Lou Holtz, dude. Lou Holtz started talking shit about him in the first place. Hey. And then he retaliated. And I didn't he was really on TV. Ryan that. Day's like, let me tell you something about Lou Holtz. Like, on TV. You're like, why are you yelling at me, Ryan? Do you remember That's that? after he just beat your fucking Golden Domers. In Which a last you said game. wasn't a big deal. You said it wasn't a big deal. I mean, it really wasn't. Then why was he they, freaking who out? Did, once again, I told you they play. They would play in the Potato Bowl. And what bowl did they play in? Alamo. <laughs> My bad. I don't know what they played. So once that. again, I barely yeah, watched they it. Play, they <laughs> might as well play in the fucking Potato Bowl. All the Sam seniors Hart. were sitting. What's the point of doing that? I'm just saying that. They, I'm, no, I'm they with you. Will, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. The the closest you've been back to a national championship was with a guy who dated himself. Anyways, with that being said. We can go down that road if you want. When's the last time USC was in a national championship? 2004. Were they ever in the playoff? They were close. <laughs> okay, go on. Sorry. I digress. <laughs> we made Fuck it, baby. You. We made it. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, anyways, we're not talking about my team. We're just talking okay. about Ohio State and Notre Dame. All right. Yep. I didn't bring up USC. You need to bring it up to justify your opinions on your football team that's average at best, okay? Yeah, so. you're right. 1v1, though, baby. 1v1. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but truly, back to my point, okay? Ryan Day stated in order to have a competitive college football team where you're actually in the mix to go to the playoff 
in NIL money, you need to spend a minimum of $13 million a year. It is now stated that the highest paid college football player due to NIL money makes more than the yearly salary of Brock Purdy. Which is what, 300000 Like I think he makes thousand? Minimal, it's about a half a mil. Yeah, a little bit more. Which is pretty good. The thing is, and all of that, is Ryan Day doesn't have to spend any money. Ryan Day's got to find the boosters that are going to spend the money on the kids at the end of the day. And to be honest, dude, given the fact that every program's been paying for players for years, and that's always been a thing, mm-hmm. how hard is it for OSU to find 13 mil as a whole organization? Not, not hard. Like, are you that stressed about it, Ryan? Like, and I get, like, the boy who cried wolf thing, but this isn't Nick Saban who's been coaching forever. This is Ryan Day who essentially adopted the team when this was our the wheels were already in motion. He knew this shit was going to happen. Can't complain about that. Can you imagine the new NCAA football game if, like, you can, like, like go buy players in the NIL game? Like, like one of the one of the one of the off season meetings is like go meet with Al at his car wash to see if you can get booster money. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's like. All right, now go promise this kid a brand new Ferrari. Yep, to, to come to your school. Otherwise, he commits to Bama. Like, oh fuck, I gotta go find a Ferrari dealership. <laughs> they should probably add you that. Know? That's real life. That's real stuff. It it is so real life, and that's kind of what it's become. And I I don't know. Could you feel like maybe just maybe the players potentially unionize in the next ten years in the NCAA? I could. They could. What, like a players association? The thing is, is like who pays mm-hmm. for that? They make enough fucking money. I'm sure they figure it out. That's true. It's not salary-based. I mean, that might be the move, but it depends on the way the NCAA is structured because I think we've what talked are they, about What this. are they going for, like better wages? <laughs> like what are they We've discussed for? this. We have discussed this. I believe the NCAA will be abolished in the next five to eight years. Yeah, I'm I'm not I don't disagree with you. I think that's essentially where they're going anyway. Like what do they have four real conferences now? Power 4. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> power it, three, it's eventually going to be become like a power 2 and then you look like the NFL. But yeah. All in all, no, it, OSU truly an astounding clip and not many other teams create this many rookie of the years and from a college level. Now, just speak and stay on the college game. This week is the senior bowl. Some interesting topics. We got the middle of the round quarterbacks playing. I think J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix, Bo Nix, your guy, handsome Sam Hartford is out there slinging the football. Hartman. Hartman. (laughs) My bad. Yeah, we have Penix, Sam Hartman, Bo Nix on one team. They're all on the same team together. And then the national team Mm -hmm. gets, drum roll please, gets... A lot of guys that I know a lot less about. They get. Wait, what the hell? That's what I was just on. Hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. What did you sorry. do? I'm sorry. I opened the wrong link, man. I opened the wrong link. They get Michael Pratt, Oklahoma legend Spencer Rattler, and Tennessee's Joe Milton. Absolute cannon arm. 
Yeah, Joe Milton will be a late round guy. Spencer Rattler yeah. will become a backup somewhere. Spencer Rattler's yeah. fall from grace was quite a. South Carolina was pretty good last year, though. Do you remember? Well, okay. Do you remember that like four game stretch where they were balling, and then Spencer Rattler was just like all oh, the haters, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. and then it all kind of just came yeah. back to light, and you're like, oh. That's his issue forever. He just fucking talks his way out of things, and then he sucks again. And nobody likes him because he's a douchebag, and he thinks he's better than he is. He is not very good at quarterback, and I think if he gets drafted, it's, you know, that's a Brady round, but he's not going to be a Brady, I'll tell you that. Caleb Williams took his job to the best. Red River rivalry. Um, But somebody we'd like to talk about is Cooper DeJean. Yeah. Mr. Mustard. Not working out as a D-back, surprisingly so. Working out as a wide receiver, and if you go watch the film, which I encourage you to do, he is fucking cooking people. Cooking them. Does this kind of upset you, though? Why? I I was kind of excited for a white cornerback. Yeah, I get it. But then again, if his talent, if he could, if he can maximize his talent, Talent, right? Maybe oh, he's so Maybe fast. Travis Hunter's this Oh, yeah. Oh, he's so fast. I haven't watched this yet. Oh, what a monster. He is cooking defensive yeah. backs with the feet work. And he's got great hands. And he has great body presence. I think he could potentially be a first-round whiteout if he's uh, not fucking around. But the problem is, I think, if he chooses to come out as a wide receiver, is that how fucking just insane this year's class wide receiver is in this draft. Isn't he the number one prospect for cornerbacks this year or like two or three? He's a top like five guy at least. Cause I don't understand. Like Kool-Aid's up there. Obviously Kool-Aid's been talked about for a long time. That other guy they have on the other end, um, Arnold, the other cornerback from Alabama. Besides those two, like, I mean, even PFF put him number one. Yeah, I don't know why you would move positions if you're a top <laughs> like choice. Maybe they just want to see him. Maybe they just want to see it. him, right? Edelman played quarterback. Edelman played quarterback, not corner. And corner, he played D back his first year in the NFL. Really? Yeah, because he didn't have a position. He was kind of like a toolsy guy, and they were like, throw him in there. Hmm. The more Interesting. You know. He played quarterback at Kent State. He played D-back for the Patriots for one year. Yeah, because he was just trying to get on the field. In other news, we would be completely silly if we didn't talk (laughs) about it. Um, Former and current um, New England Patriot, and maybe he won't be, um, gentleman by the name of Kayshawn Boutte. Okay is under investigation in a warrant issued for his arrest in Louisiana authorities alleged that Booty placed at least 8,927 online bets between April 6, 2022 (laughs) and May 7, 2023, which encompassed his final season playing for LSU. At the time of the alleged wagers, Booty was 20 years old and not legally allowed to gamble in the state. What? And now... The NFL is investigating him as well. What was the number again? 8,000 what? He made a total of 8,927 online bets at his time at LSU. To add insult to injury, 
he would bet on himself in his own games. You should bet on yourself. You're going to do it. Mind you, that's just about 24 to 25 bets a day. For a full I mean, year. this poor guy must. You just got to plead insanity and say what I have an addiction. F- that's the dude. best. If I'm him, that's the best way to get out of this. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's insane. It's. Oh my god, that's scary. Now he was dude. arrested last week on charges of computer fraud and gaming prohibited for persons under 21. Butte allegedly placed now that some are rounding up nine thousand bets. His wagers also allegedly including bets on his LSU football games, though his actions and said games are not in question. It didn't take long for the NFL to launch a full-blown investigation. Yeah, chances are this guy isn't playing anytime soon. He's screwed. This is a lesson in even if you did some fuck shit two years ago, it can come back and bite you in the ass. So don't be doing some fuck shit. Man, this is the problem. Yeah. You know, like, so... I would get caught up with these interviews of these former mobsters is how they would like get guys yeah. who play professional sports and like feed, like get women around them, get them yeah. drinking, you know, Hey, you know, you're, you're supposed to score 30 tonight, maybe drop 20 instead. Awesome. Not saying lose the game. Just don't win by 10 or more. Yeah. I mean, not surprised. It's, that would make a lot of sense. But then also they would bet against themselves. Sure. Sure. But in this case, who knows? Maybe he did. Maybe he would bet against his own teammates who he know were injured or. Man. It's I like mean, I'm glad I'm trade. glad I don't have the gene. I'm glad I don't have the addiction to gambling gene for sure. This is an addiction. You can't do that that many times in a fucking day for 25 a bets a day. That's you crazy. Gambling on like fucking Japanese ping pong. That's what I'm saying. Like at some point you're throwing like hundreds down on badminton and you're like, this is an issue. You're like, oh, the I dinner rods this week. I'm going to fucking get my bank up. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like you could gamble on fucking basket weaving at that point. Are you doing it? I don't know. You know, I know I have some friends who love to throw the monies down on some stuff. Sure. But then there's just you get some hot streaks going sometimes. And then, for example, I bet the last two weeks of the divisional and playoff and championship rounds, just like funny money type bets, lost every single one of them. Yep. You got to be ready to do that. That's the name of the game, man. And then some weekends you win everything. So. You should have just bet on the Chiefs. You knew it was going to happen when you have a whole crowd and the referees and Taylor Swift on your side. You knew that was going to (laughs) happen. Let's talk about the NBA. Let's talk about the NBA, Mike. Um, the first thing I want to bring up is because this happened last week on the 26th, so I don't even know if it was last week. I don't know how you'd count that. Luka Doncic dropped 73 points in a long list of guys dropping 70, dropping 65, whatever it may be. Do you think going forward, sometime in the foreseeable future, they scored... 100 points they pull a will chamberlain or is like is that difference and then as a b question if not do they beat kobe can someone go in and beat kobe i'm saying you see somebody eclipse the kobe mark before you see anything else for sure well naturally Um, that's how numbers work (laughs) but yeah i don't i don't don't think you're gonna see the 100 mark anytime do you think he actually did that kobe 
No, Wilt. I saw the Kobe one. Well, Wilt claimed to sleep with 10,000 women, so who knows? Right. Maybe because uh, he had like the 100 or whatever on the paper or whatever it was. But Part back then, like... like back then, the statistics weren't what they are today. So right. maybe, maybe not. I don't know. There might have been some interesting little book corrections. That's the kind of conspiracy I don't know I in his day. Of. I don't know in his day if it was going towards his favor, if you know what I'm talking about. There was a lot of guys still backing him. Yeah, that's a days, good point. You, know? you see, Will Chamberlain's not even that tall. He's only seven yeah. two and bigger than all of us. Here we are. Yeah. All right. We're going to see if old Donley can block Wilt and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Impossible. I mean, that's the only yeah. argument you can make is that he was playing against a bunch of like union electricians. Like he wasn't like he was yeah. going ham against yeah. NBA guys. But just the fact that Luca threw 73 down and B obviously eclipses 70. Booker's done it in the past. Like we're getting closer to a point, especially with 140 plus games that we're getting at this point, which I don't love personally. But we're getting close to a point where it's like this is feasible now. Like Clay dropped it's, like forty five in the first quarter one time, didn't he? Or forty? Like insane. Yeah, it is the game anymore of the quickest to get to two hundred potentially. Like yeah. truly, it 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 is. Who can ever get to one fifty before the next team? You know, that's kind of what this game has become. There's no defense because the NBA doesn't want defense. They want scoring, 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 yeah. scoring, scoring, scoring. Right? So, People like, like where growing up, growing up, you know, they taught you how to drive. They taught you how to shoot inside the three-point range. Now they're just teaching kids to fucking light that thing up from, you right. know, 30 feet. Three is more best. than two. Which is well, one of the I funny arguments it. that Steph Curry would make. No, I and I'm with it. Like I understand what he's saying. I don't love it. I like the whole like feed your big man, feed your big man. Like get the guy down there, let him eat, but like that kind of deal. The, but the day of the big man being fucking Shaq big and jacked wide ass shoulders and just yeah, a large specimen. Who? Giannis is pretty fucking big. And Bede and Giannis. Giannis and Embiid are probably the last of the prototypical big men. But now you, you see this Wemby Giannis kid out here looking like a just like a bag of bones. Never forget what Giannis looked like when he got into the league, though. I get it. But Do you Giannis remember that? He was still, a stick. Go back and look at the size of Shaq, man. Yeah. I mean, Shaq looked like a fucking defensive defensive end playing center. Yeah, Skinny Shaq NFL. was huge. Fat Shaq was huge, but Skinny Shaq was huge. There really wasn't a Skinny Shaq. There was a Jack Shaq. The First year Shaq LSU was... Shaq was like, he was lean. He was lean. That's the yeah, best way to explain then, it. And then HGH happened, you know? Could have been. Or he could have just been like maxing on those in and outs in Los Angeles for a couple of years. <laughs> I don't know, man. I still think he's a monster. But oh, the is. day of the, of the large, like even Akeem Olajuwon, huge, huge individual. Yep. So regretful draft the pick, day of a huge the, individual. Yeah. The day of the largest big men are kind of dead. Now they're supposed to shoot and yeah, be a mass wise. We're going to have yeah. a couple seven, six guys that are just obscenely talented at like, you know, handling it's the just, ball and shooting and shit. Back then, like the Yao Ming. And Shaq's of the world, granted, athletic, but not this athletic. 
Yeah, and Yao Ming can like, only last, what, like six years or whatever, seven years before he broke down? <laughs> like, there's, <laughs> well, there's yeah. a level of shit. Needless to say, on the whole, uh, the a- Asian culture is not supposed to be that big. He was like an anomaly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's some tall Asian guys, too. There's definitely some tall Asian guys. But yeah, regardless... I believe that Kobe gets passed in the next couple of years. It's going to be a big deal. And I kind of want it to be Anthony Edwards, because if there's one man that has looked like Michael Jordan in the flesh playing basketball, it's Anthony fucking Edwards. Have you watched this guy? Anthony Edwards is on something else. I'm thro- I'm sending you clips all the time too. just dunk. How did the like Bulls not pick obscene. him? Did we not have the opportunity to? He was one, just- one. He was one, one. Makes sense. I mean, yeah. he's a fucking dog. And you put him with the two towers in the middle, dude, the Go Bear and Cat. And it, again, Cat almost fucking outscored Dodgers and, and B2. It's like, he's a zesty think, guy. He's a zesty do guy. Do you think Cat gets his nails done after a big game as a little reward? He could. He could. Who knows? Let the guy For win. sure. I mean,. His girlfriend's yeah, it's just beautiful, like, so I'm happy for him. <laughs> it's a total um, beard. It's a t- total beard, I'm telling you. The way that be. guy talks, gotta be. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I I don't know, dude. I just think, and this this can be a nice like segue into the current basketball situation right now, the NBA situation. The NBA is more or less halfway through the year currently. We've talked about it a decent amount, but we're going to obviously focus on it more going forward as football's coming to an end, sad face, and basketball starts heating up. You have the Celtics, who are a goddamn squad, dude. Porzingis playing third fiddle is the perfect spot for him. Um, he had obviously, he was obviously a monster on, in Washington, but it seems like they're in a good spot. The Bucks hired Doc Rivers. I don't even know if we talked about that. Adrian yeah, Griffin. no, we we talked about that. Like we saw it come through, like the day of, and yeah. then Doc Rivers coming out. It's like I wish this upon nobody. It's like you get like the best team in the league. Shut the fuck well, up. Well, and so you know what happened. We can go. We can do some revisionist history now. But Doc Rivers was a special assistant to the team, oh. and Adrian Griffin was the head coach because Doc Rivers was on ESPN or whatever. So he wasn't like you know outwardly part of the team. Um, also made people lose jobs at ESPN and then immediately went back to the NBA. But regardless, he uh, Doc Rivers takes over the team. Giannis obviously not too happy about the whole Adrian Griffin thing. I heard an interesting argument about that where it was like maybe they didn't like Budenholzer because he was very strict on his defense and their defense was amazing. And they had Drew Holiday, who's on the Celtics now, all that jazz. Damian Lillard comes in. Lillard's not happy because he's not scoring 55 points a game because Giannis is still a monster scoring all the points, and their defense is just... I mean, they're a good team. They're 32-15, and 15, but their defense sucked this year because they mm-hmm. lost a monster defender, and now Brooke Lopez has to, you know, play the paint and be the big guy again instead of having, like, you know, Drew pushing the guy out and have him play a little more finesse center. There's the argument. Is Doc going to change that? I'm not really sure. I just think it's crazy that a team fired a coach and they were at the time what like twenty seven and ten or something like that. Something had. I to just be don't there. understand the. Well, I smoke. was just about to say somebody was banging somebody's wife. Somebody was doing something like something. That or had to all be the happy. stars had to be like, "Fuck this, dude! I hate this guy." Well, it's like when the Red Sox traded Orlando Cabrera 
and it was like the first time the Red Sox ever had a shortstop worth of shit. Yeah. Well, after years and years of speculation as to why did they do that? Turns out Orlando Cabrera was banging Manny Ramirez's wife. <laughs> so, like I said, you know, chances are a lot of this stuff doesn't come to light until like a long time after the yeah. fact. But something was going on. Orlando Cabrera is such a baller. I love that guy. <laughs> he was. And he like was a white one had to go. He was a white sock for like, yeah, two seconds. And then, you know, we fucked that up because we do stuff like that. And also, Um, good idea keeping Manny, guys. Just saying. Solid call. Yeah, Manny, man. Manny, Red Sox, Manny. I don't know if there was a more dominant hitter in baseball. Still playing baseball. Manny Ramirez. Yeah, in Japan, isn't he? Yeah, he's still playing professional baseball. He's like 45 years old. It's really wild. 2026, the Taxi Squad podcast will be in Japan for the World Baseball Classic. We'll be in Japan for the baseball. It will be the largest (laughs) thing they ever seen. We're going to show up. They're going to be like, oh, my God, these are the biggest guys we've ever seen. But no, <laughs> truly. We're going to go eat sushi and watch baseball. We're just gonna OK, be like the white dragons. Looking at the Western Conference right now, uh, we can talk about the Bulls. I'm going to the Bulls game on Saturday. They're oh, 22 yeah, and 26. Yeah. They stink. Pat Williams wants a max contract. He stinks. Get him out of here. I don't want to see any of it. That's all my opinions on it. Thanks. He stinks. He stinks. He stinks. Something smells in here, and it's Pat Williams. Thanks. Um, and then also, they're not making any moves at the deadline. Yeah, they're out or in because the supposedly the front office isn't completely sure they're able to completely refurbish the team, which means that that comes from the top, baby. That means they can't spend money on guys because Jerry's poor, and we've always known that. He's He's got to move a baseball team. That's what he's got to do. He's got to move a baseball team. He's got a couple move blocks down. It's got to be right off the water. A couple blocks. We're going to have water taxis. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> are we going to spend any money on the team? No, we're going to be horrible still, but you'll have a great ballpark. And that's going to yeah. happen. Probably. All right. Uh, Other oh, side. Timberwolves. We talked about them. They're really good. They're really good. They're the best team in the, in the West right now, unless it changes tonight, depending on how the games go. Nuggets are still a squad. Now, the next two, and I guess number six we can talk about, too. The Thunder are finally in contention. It seems like everybody's really fucking good. They're Chet Holmgren somehow. Speaking of skinny, tall boys, Chet Holmgren is like the skinniest, tallest boy on planet Earth. Looks like Josh Giddy isn't getting investigated all that much. So it seems good like for Josh Giddy. I guess depending as long as he as long as nothing really fucked up happened, we're as all as long good there. as he stays away from majority of high schools in and around the yep. OKC area in Tulsa. Right. Uh, Shake. Oh, in other news, in other news, squirrel moment. But in other news, downtown Oklahoma City is actually in the running for the largest skyscraper in the world. What to build it? Uh huh. Why? Put OKC on the map, baby. I guess. Right by Scissor Tail Park. How? That has to be huge, dude. The, isn't the Burj Khalifa like enormous? It's supposed to be the tallest structure in the continental U.S. Now I don't know. Oh, not in the world. It's gonna be Burj Khalifa big. It's gonna be pretty Got fucking it. big. Okay, so bigger than the. No, I should have said Tower. continental U.S. I, 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 the Trump I, Tower I or whatever it is. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. Shea Gillis-Alexander is top five in points, top five in assists. He leads the league in steals. He's a fucking monster. The Clippers experiment, Kawhi Leonard meets Paul George. 
meets James Harden is going all right, Mike. Can it last? It's only took like four fucking years. Yeah, I hope but so. James Harden you know, got these there this guys year, are dude. Just... And Russell Westbrook, for what it's worth. I yeah. know, but Kawhi didn't basically play at all last year because he was yeah. injured. And then Paul George, same thing. I mean, it's just like, yeah, when these guys are all together and playing at the top of their ability, is it, is it a surprise that two of the best NBA players over the past decade are this fucking good? No. It's only surprising it's not a surprise. we haven't seen it come to fruition. It seems like this because like they two. take years off to go fuck around in SoCal and do whatever the fuck they want on their hundred million dollar contract. I don't know if that go, was what oh, Kawhi was doing. I don't ankle. know if that was. Oh, I oh, I I tore my my ass. And you can go on vacation. Ben Simmons has made a fucking career out of it. Okay, though. You can't compare what? Kawhi Leonard to Ben Simmons. Over the past two years, I could. These guys figured out the life hack. You get paid a max, <laughs> and then you go on vacation for That's a fucking obscene. year. That's obscene. No way. Even no, Kawhi Leonard, obscene. Even Kawhi Leonard missing hack. time. Even Kawhi, It is right. sick. Even Kawhi Leonard time missing out. time. He is considerably, considerably better than Ben Simmons. Time the fuck out. If I told you... Tomorrow, I'm going to give you $100 million. And if you wanted to, you could fake an injury and go on vacation in the south of France for the rest of the fucking year on a yacht. Would you? Yeah, anybody would. All right. To my point, it's real. K kind of. Yeah, kind of. Ben Simmons, kind of again, Ben Simmons is nature. a... Ben Simmons is a way different scenario. Kawhi Leonard oh, was yeah? at the games. Kawhi Leonard was at the games. Ben Simmons was doing whatever the fuck he wanted. Ben Simmons is a joke. He's played like shit this year. He's a joke. He's done. He's finished. We're finished with him. I hate Kawhi him. Leonard was a bit of a different scenario. James Harden, obvious prima donna. Russell Westbrook, coming back around on him. I love me some Russell Westbrook, dude. This guy that was, he's became a sideline reporter. He was doing other types of reporting. He became a sideline reporter, and Russell Westbrook's like, Oh, you're down here now. Congratulations. All that stuff. Being a nice guy. I love that. I like to see it. And the Clippers are in fourth in the West. And they're better than the see, Lakers. Yes, they like, are. Oh, yeah. And then LeBron's comments is like, we could lose to the best team in the league. Or we could beat the best team in the league. They stink. Fuck you, LeBron. Yep. Good. I'm happy they stink. That whole experiment of him leaving Cleveland again has worked miserably. And I'm happy it did. Him and his Akron schools. They won, their horrible <laughs> they won a championship. Mickey they Mouse, won a COVID they won championship. One. They won yeah. the fucking Mickey Mouse championship. And LeBron James made it seem like he was in a fucking Russian prison camp like Brittany Griner when he was a goddamn 10-star <laughs> resort. Fuck him. Remember when, Fuck he, when him. he remember when he called Taiwan Taiwan yeah. instead of China? Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, right. And and then like He's like, oh, man, you know, the, like you're just stuck in his room and there's just like blood coming down the walls. like just shine. Yeah, it's like, shut the fuck. I up, forgot. Bro. I forgot who was talking about the other day. It was a foreign guy. And the thing the, is, the, the New Zealand guy fucking what's his nuts from? OKC. Oh, Stephen Adams, uh, Stephen Adams, Stephen Adams. Okay. He was like, it's a five star resort, bro. Yeah, he wasn't. No, he wasn't even responding to LeBron. He was like, it was OK. Yeah, we were like in a five star resort. It was good. Like you know, everything was taken care of. No, we kind of he, just went and did it. Yeah, he they were. He's like, he's like, it's not like we're staying in a prison. He's like, it's yeah. a five star resort. <laughs> and LeBron's like, everything hurt, and I miss my wife. <laughs> You're like, fuck off, fuck off, bro. 
So no, yeah. I don't look at their asterisk championship as a fucking championship. Yeah, but you can't regardless. call it a failure. You can't say it failed since he left. They played a half a season because that's all him and fucking what's his nuts could last. I understand what what? you're calling it a failure. And it technically in the record books is the same amount that he's done in Cleveland for the entire time. It should have an asterisk next to it, just like the Dodgers championship as well. Okay, let's talk about your boys. In Phoenix, Phoenix, sixth place in the West right now. Supposed to be a squad. Supposed to be a squad. Eight and two in the last ten. So they're heating up just like the Clippers. Is it sustainable to the Bulls? Except right. KD just fucking. I feel like they need a point guard. I, I I feel like a point guard to facilitate would be great. Do they have room uh, on their roster for that? A lot of guys want the ball. Yeah. And I I don't know if they have enough balls to go around because Devin yeah. Booker's ball dominant, Kevin Durant's ball dominant, Bradley. Beal's Do they ball even dominant. have a true point guard? No, not they really. Don't because because Devin Booker's playing point guard right now. Devin Booker will play anything you want him to. He's an absolute dog, um, and I think he's great. But yeah, but he's I mean, not a hey, point guard. He's not a facilitator. He's a scorer. You got Grayson Allen, who everybody right. hates. Fuck, fuck that guy. That guy's the worst. Everybody hates Grayson Allen. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't I don't see the Suns winning the West. I think the Nuggets are going to take the West again. Uh, let's be real. Come on. What are we even doing right now? Minnesota, baby. That's the NBA. There's a I mean, lot it'd, of it'd be, it'd be talk, a, but... It'd be a great. And the East is just basically going to be the Celtics again. And Milwaukee will probably come out of nowhere after Doc takes over. They're the second. Knicks are gonna, the Knicks are going to compete as Thibodeau teams do until the bitter 31 end. 31-17 and and New York Knicks. And then they'll get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. And everybody will be like, yep, that was meant to happen. Jalen Brunson's really a dog, though. Yeah, no. Listen, these teams under Tibbs play really hard. Yep. And all then, year. All year. And then the playoffs come and they're all just burnt Wheels out. And that's usually come. how it works. Wheels yeah. all come off. I'm with you. The one year and he had it, that was it. The Bulls are in the play-in. Woo! <laughs> Blow it up. Blow Mike, it up. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred says the White Sox stadium will be move would be a good for the city and the team. Your thoughts. Thumbs up. Um, Some people listen to this. <laughs> I'm I'm going to say that I think it's a great thing. They want to keep them in the city of Chicago, new facility. I think it would be wise to demolish mortgage park. I think if you brought back the Comiskey name, put it right off the water, the fans would be so happy. We would forget we've been a factory of sadness for almost a decade plus. You want to hear a cool um, idea? Yeah. Take take the the stadium, right? Have mm-hmm. it face towards the city so the backdrop is the skyline. Yeah. yeah, Vince, what do you think the fucking architects are putting this whole thing together aren't thinking of this already? Do you think they thought about that when they built fucking U.S. Cellular meets Mortgage Park, Mike? It was actually Comiskey Park to start, and then it became Cell Phone Park, and then it became Mortgage Park with a big arrow pointing down. Yeah. But anyway, do you the think they would have thought about that? The reason it was facing Indiana is because the original ballpark was faced towards the city. Yeah. Right. 
and they had to build it right next to it because they didn't want any time or lagged time in between the two ballparks. Cool. And then, boom. Genius. Have a view of the city. So now to your point. Genius. Genius. They did it for what, a month? They're like, let's save a month and make it fucking completely rotated where it shouldn't be. It's it's a great view when leaving the stadium, right? Yeah, it's that's some bullshit. I've heard that, I've heard that conversation the, so many times. Fuck off, dude. I want to see all the cool shit when I'm in the park. Not when no, I'm like, I agree. Oh, I'm leaving. Look, the city's over there. It's like, I forgot I was here. I thought I was in Gary. Let's, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> let's face it. The best, you know, 10 minutes of any White Sox game over the past decade is literally leaving. So, Ooh, you know, except for the Lurry home run game, brother. What a time. Yeah, except for the Lori home run game and Tim Anderson's first game. Vince and I were both there for that game that cool. on a win, by the way. Wearing number um, 12 it, hit a double down the line. It was sick. Yeah, we were both watching that game in full it effect. My, it was a it was great my day. birthday. Almost, almost eight years ago. Insane. That was my 21st birthday. Um, God, baby boy. Yeah. Where's all the Not time anymore. go? I'm an old man. <laughs> yeah, something like that. That's before we even knew what this was going to be. But, yeah, I – uh I think it's exciting, but then again, I also think it's money that could be used towards building a franchise desperately in need of new growth. Um, it's just going to overshadow it all. Sometimes those things go hand in hand. Sometimes they go hand in hand. Yeah, no, not on our terms, no. I think that's true. For, no. some, for, for, for some perspective for people, it's going to be in the place called the 78. What are your that's thoughts, Vince? I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I think the South Loop is a really cool area, and I think that it's not utilized as much as it should be. It's closer to the inside of the city, so people can take the train and actually get there in a reasonable amount of time. Um, And also, like, as much as the stupid-ass stigma of going there, you're going to die or whatever, this quells some of those thoughts, at the least. Do I think it's valid? No, I don't. But, like... Well, it quells the thoughts. People get less worried about going there. Well, let's face it. If you want to compete with the Cubs organization, you need some sort of activity to do either prior to the game Correct. or before the game. Our biggest yeah. thing is you could tailgate in the city. It's eh, not many people utilize it anyways. But let's face it. If you're going to two bars outside of the stadium, you're going to Turtles. Yep. Cork and, and carry. Cork and carry. That's it. And they yeah. suck. They both suck. And they and they, they literally kind of rock, though. <laughs> they kind of rock. Great place to get drunk yeah. in the city. They make fun of you. They insult you to your face, but you're kind of OK with it. Southside Irish, dude. Come on now. Yeah. So they, they make fun of you and do all that. It's great. But I think it would be wonderful for the franchise as a whole. It's far better than moving to Nashville. I think yeah. the city of Chicago would like it. You don't have to go an extra, you know. 15 blocks in the wrong direction. You could stay in a nicer area yeah. because there have been times walking into this ballpark. You see the ballistic casings from the shootings earlier that day. Well, what about the FUPA gun? The FUPA, Remember FUPA gun? gun? Remember FUPA oh, gun? FUPA gate. <laughs> yeah, FUPA dude. Gate. Yeah. yeah. Pistol Remember, went off in a FUPA. <laughs> pistol went off at the end of last season, final game of the year at some ladies upper fat area yep and um, she snuck it into the game under a roll like creativity in its finest i guess so, truly yeah. you wear a belt and you just make a little flap out of it um Poop-a-gate. 
before we finish with this, I just want to give some shed some light for some people that don't know what's going on with this. So the area is going to be called the 78. It's in the South Loop, and it's situated pretty nicely because it's right on the river. So ideally, when you go into the park, one side's the Chicago River, other side's the whole city. So you look out of the outfield and you see the skitty sit skitty skyline the city skyline the skitty. and then anything going out on left field is going to go in the river so you essentially get like a you can get a river ball honestly like someone can hit up you a get like like a mccovey cove we get our own mccovey yeah. cove that's the concept as well as being in a cool cool neighborhood with hotels with bars with restaurants around there where you can have a ballpark village of sorts the concept makes a whole lot of sense, and honestly, Soldier Field should be doing something similar to that because that's also an issue, and we haven't heard about that since. So regardless, I think this is awesome. I really hope they do this. This would require Jerry to spend money, and we already know that he doesn't have any of that because he owns teams, and they make him pay money for it. So we'll see if he figures out if he wants to pay for that and if the city's going to help. But I agree with Rob Manfred. This is good for the team. It's good for the city. It's good for everybody. I think it's a wonderful idea if it's feasible. Let's just hope they don't fuck it up like they do most things. Right. Now, let's talk about real baseball. Pitchers and catchers report in about two weeks. Yep. Some teams earlier, some teams not so earlier. Yep. Colson Montgomery, White Sox top prospect, arguably, in their entire farm system as we speak. There's a lot of talk that he may start the season with the team. Do you believe that's a real thing, or do you believe – he will start in the minors and maybe get called up sometime in May or June. I think he's a May or June move because the White the Sox probation rarely, period. rarely do that. If they can hold the guy for another year, they're going to. I think that's probably oh, yeah. a good idea for better or for worse. We don't have a shortstop. Tim Anderson is not a White Sox, so you got to remember that entirely because they're like, all right. You know, he didn't have a great year last year, but at least we knew who was playing shortstop. Uh, we sent an – oh, Robbie Gonzalez – isn't on the White Sox anymore, so he can't play that position either. The team's going to look a little fucked this year. It's going to look gross. It's not going to look really good. Gross. I I don't I don't think he comes up until May. I'm surprised Getz hasn't made more moves before the season I'm not. started. He's not allowed to. He can't. Well, then why all the talks to move Cease, and then why all the talks to move Eloy, and why all the talks? Because it's in the ether. They were thinking about it, and then they don't do shit. Or if they do, they trade away guys for nobody, and then they just get money back. Well, this isn't news. <laughs> this is new. This is the same shit, dude. It's yeah. always that. Dylan, Dylan Crochet is going to be a starter, though. He's going to be our saving grace. Garrett? <laughs> Garrett. Yeah. There you go. Do you remember the whole, oh, we wanted Machado. It's like, oh, Machado's going to the Padres. It's like, well, we had a competitive offer. It's like, oh, so go get Bryce Harper. It's like, we, yeah, we were like second or a third. And you're like, fuck you guys. Bryce Harper has actually come out after recent conversations on many of platforms and said, you know, the White Sox didn't even reach out to me, but I was interested. Right. He said he wanted to go and he never got anything from them. And then they were like, we did it. We tried to get him. But instead, we got Nomar Mazzara. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, that. Nomar Mazzara. Who and had then get really excited that year? about that. Yeah, <laughs> get really excited about Nomar Mazzara. And then, uh, oh, yeah, highest contract ever paid out in White Sox history in Andrew Grandal. Benatendi. Oh, yeah, last year. Right, because Grandal was up there beforehand. So it's a mess. $75 million. And to expect anything different is pure insanity. Literally, definitely. You know, Vince, 
maybe, just maybe, what these guys need to do is learn how to shave, and maybe it'll knock something loose in their like botch. The Yankees. <laughs> the Yankees. <laughs> and we might become a better franchise. Until that time comes, maybe they should do some exploration, as our audience should do some exploration, from our great friends at Henson Shaving. Pew, 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 pew. This part of today's episode is brought to you by none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you already know that we swear by Henson Shaving. We've been using them for months, and there really isn't a better product out there. The Henson Razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right, rocket ships, people. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. It's literally one blade. Be, be safe. Please be safe. They're very sharp. You twist on the top and you get to work. It's that easy. You remember the beard bet? You remember me shaving off the whole thing? If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code the Taxi Squad. T H E T A X I S Q U A D at checkout, and you'll receive a hundred pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for, and then you add a hundred pack of razors. You'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you two to five years, depending on how often you shave. So that promo code again is the Taxi Squad at HensonShaving.com. Go check it out. The NFL! The NFL officially has one and a half weeks. Is that what we're calling this? I guess if you count the Pro Bowl, but who wants no, to watch that? Not called shit the Pro Bowl anymore. Game. They're the Pro Bowl games. Spare me. Are no, they going to have that big old throw competition where, like, they used to, where like guys throw the football, like, uh, to see who can throw it the furthest? Yeah, game. where there's like there was like the Bledsoe one, and then you have like the Brady Manning one. All those rocked. Those were cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I dug it. I don't know if they're going to do that or not, but uh, the Pro Bowl rosters got announced. Geno Smith's a Pro Bowl, or like whatever. <laughs> like, what are we watching here? Right, right. It's just a big like. Hey, you get to go to Orlando and is it in Orlando? It's not in Hawaii. I think it's yeah. They, that those games haven't been in Hawaii in like a decade. That's such garbage. The What's last the point time of even they going? were in Hawaii, the last time they were in Hawaii is when Kobe died, and then it was like get the fuck out of here. Oh, uh, yeah, that would have been around that time. Jesus. Um. Yeah. No. I. I don't know. The Pro Bowl is so whatever. I almost don't want to talk about it at all. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about the Pro Bowl no, at all. I could care. I could care less about the fucking Pro Bowl. It's just silly nanny nonsense. One thing that's happening is coaches are flying. So Raheem Morris to the Falcons. Moving and shaking. David Canales. Did I say that right? I don't know if I said it right on TikTok. I don't know if I said it right here. He's to the Panthers. Interesting hire. Mm-hmm. And then Mike McDonald. Head coach of Seattle. There were some rumblings about him going to a couple different teams. He goes to head coach Seattle. 
Meaning that one job is left because why, Mike? You don't know me, but I'm your head coach. I was living <laughs> in Baltimore. Your head coach. <laughs> okay. What? If you don't get that, you're too young to listen to this podcast. <laughs> if you don't get that, you don't like the Doobie Brothers when they were McDonaldized. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's great. It's tri- It's great. It's okay. Let's. I was talking about Ben Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Why isn't Ben Johnson the head coach of the commanders, Mike? uh, Because he wanted $15 million a year, allegedly, to become the head coach of the Washington commanders, which to me was like, pay me a bag or I'm out. Correct. I think that's exactly what it was. He's like, I want to stay with Detroit. At least this is what I think. There's no backing to it. It's just a way that my brain would think about it. This team got really close. If he wins a championship with them, he's got even more clout points or whatever you want to call it. But if you'll give me 15 mil, I'll go. <laughs> That's what it seems like it was. It's like, I really don't want to, but if you give me 15 mil, I got you. I think there's unfinished business for him in yeah. Detroit. And oh, yeah. a lot of people in the media networks of the world are coming out saying like Ben Johnson's a punk and blah, blah, blah. It's like in a kind way, he basically declined by saying, pay me a lot of money or I'm going to stay where I'm staying. And I think ultimately, yeah, he could have came out and said that, but you don't know if you don't shoot your shot. Cause if you never go, you'll never know. A closed mouth. Don't get fed is what they say. It's true. So he took a shot yeah. and it didn't work out. So now he's going to stay there. He's going to keep his average game manager quarterback and he's going to continue to grow that offense through the draft and through. I feel like that was a slight and... at golf. I mean, golf is an I the he Bears the, make Jared the best Goff player on the Lions like second rate. I mean, Josh Reynolds, man. We'll get into it, but yeah, yeah. no. I, to look, Jared Goff's been me, exceptionally good at quarterback the last two good, the last two years. Exceptionally what's, good, what's, especially based what's, on the expectations. What's really surprising are, are these franchises choosing to bet on the younger coaches than the old. For example, yeah. the Falcons had two meetings with Belly, with Belichick, yep. and and then just basically they're like, nope, Raheem Morris, who. Supposedly, Raheem Morris interviewed for that job like three or four years ago before Arthur Smith, and they didn't give it to him. Yeah. And then maintained his relationship with McVay and stayed on that team and, and, and really got his name through working with the Rams franchise. He coached Good for the him. Bucks, too. Now he he wasn't head coach job. previous. But he was interim. If was he? I thought mistaken. he was full-time. He was, was he? Interesting. I believe if so, so. I think he had one year, and then it was – I could be wrong. Let me check. Oh, yeah, he probably had Jameis. And, and Jameis is a stud. But, I don't know what you're saying. But the, pro- but the problem is... is he was a head coach do? for the Bucks for two years. Mm. 2009, 2010, 2011, three, two and a half, wow. whatever you want to call it. Before so he got Jameis. his shot. Yeah. So he got his shot. Canales, I think, to the Panthers is kind of one of those situations. Like, who the fuck wants that job? You give it to a guy who had a really baby small quarterback all season long and made the most yep. out of him. 
So it's a similar thought process. 36, and... 37 years old, young guy. Hopefully he can grow with the team as it goes. That's the idea. Yeah. Will David Tepper look Italian? Italian? Probably. David Tepper's probably going to fuck Italian that up. Italian fucking jumping around Charlotte. Where's the gabagool? <laughs> They're like, we don't have any of that shit here. They're <laughs> like, boy, this is North Carolina. We don't, we don't got the, that cop like, around you gotta here, You got to go ahead and head up the coast to go find any of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, if right. David Tep- David Tepper has a chance to ruin it because David Tepper's has a track record now to be like that, um, kind of similar to another man by the, with the last name Richardson that also was the owner of the Panthers for a while. He'll learn at some point. I have to assume David Tepper's on like a whole different like trying to be Jerry Jones 2.0 type of shit. Not going to work out that well. We've talked ad nauseum about the Shroud and you know what did he get? He got. What do you get? Seafood or something like that? He got uh what do you call those white things that, that are alive but don't look like it? Scallops. He got scallops at dinner and they're like Bryce Bryce Young's our guy. <laughs> That's like essentially like why he's like character wise he gets it, he's he's getting lean fish at dinner or some shit like that. Like that's the reason they made the decision, supposedly, whatever it may be. Um David Tepper's a weirdo. That. David Tepper's a weirdo. Listen, if you don't get taken out to a fine establishment like a Gibson's or a um, Dominic's here in Scottsdale, which is truly outstanding, or Chicago Cut or Bavette's or something along those lines that is a high-level steakhouse, Peter Luger, you pick one and you don't get a fucking side of a cow, you're an asshole. (laughs) I'm sorry. You are. I think you can get away and with seafood. And I don't seafood. care if you're pescatarian, vegetarian. The seafood's the starter for the record, big boy life. You start with the seafood and the shellfish, then you get to the fucking... I'm not going to argue with you. Give me a tomahawk and let me be a little dirty slut with that shit. I'm all about let it. Me, <laughs> give me a tomahawk drowned in butter and let me take uh-huh. my pants off at the table. Yeah, let me okay? just be a gross guy. Yeah. But supposedly that was the thing. He's like, he's he's always thinking about her. It's always the next move, whatever the fuck it is. Fields wouldn't have gotten any of it. So for what it's worth. Listen, <laughs> if you're a fucking soy boy pescatarian, you're not my oh, quarterback. God. How about that? How about that? How about that? I don't give a fuck. All right. I would like to say that if you are a pescatarian, but you're really good at quarterback. I like you. Come on. Stay here. Doesn't matter. Name to me. one in the NFL. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's hard to say, dude. <laughs> Majority of people aren't pescatarians. How the fuck am I supposed to figure that out? Just saying. That's <laughs> I I want the guy eating lean red meat leading my team. Okay? That's like that's somebody joining the team and being bald, and you're like, how many bald quarterbacks have won? <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> right. To the point. So you can't be bald either. Bruce Granikowski was bald. He was fucking horrible. <laughs> hey, Dobbs. Remember seeing it? Josh Dobbs has a disease, okay? He's still bald. That doesn't change the fact that he's bald. He has a disease. That's why he's bald. Okay. I know. I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying he's bald. I bet you he eats red meat. I'm sorry. If my quarterback prospect sits down at a Peter Luger type establishment and orders the fish, you're done. You're out. I don't care what you put on. Even like a nice Branzioni or something like that. A nice full fish. Bronzino. Bronzino. Sorry. Bronzino's a baby fish. Yeah. Bronzino's this. 
Yeah, it's like it's the veal of the Maybe. ocean. Maybe. Like sea bass delicious. Don't get me wrong. But I'm not going to order that at fucking. Come on. What if they have good sea bass? What if the fish specials good? If you go to a steakhouse, you don't order a steak. I don't care who you are, quarterback, wide receiver, offensive tackle, def- you're an asshole. We got to start rethinking this whole Mike's going to be the GM thing, though. You're not going to be able to no, connect with the young kids. You're not going to be able to connect with the young kids. I'm you're going to bring in. No you're going to bring in a guy. You're going to bring in a guy, and you'll be like, "All right, like what was his what was his college statistics?" He's like, "Well, he has more interceptions than touchdowns." He's like, what does he get when he goes to a steakhouse? And you're like, "Ah, he likes a rare steak." It's like, sign him, motherfucker. He's going to win us a Super Bowl. <laughs> to my point, and I will bury this argument right here. Okay. C.J. Stroud ordered a steak. It's on the record. Great. Some people that eat steak are also good at quarterback. <laughs> just saying. Very okay. good at quarterback. Rookie of the year. We just talked about it. Yeah. Um, Where's yeah. Bryce Young? Can barely see over the line. He does Maybe steak. if he ate more red meat growing up, wasn't a soy boy little bitch ordering the fish, he'd be taller. You ever think Maybe. of that? <laughs> Maybe. No, you didn't. So let's get to it. Okay. Either way. Bill Belichick. <laughs> Where does Bill he go? Belichick. Where does he go? I don't know. The commies are in quite the uh, predicament because now you wanted Ben Johnson and you thought it was a hook, line, sinker. They're like, we're not paying you that much. Okay. Keep it moving. Now you got to figure out, are you going to go knock on the Vrabel door? Are you going to go knock on the Belichick door? I would be like, Mike Vrabel, name your price. Come in. Lead the team. Here's my thought. I agree with you. I think Bill Belichick having meetings with teams, and I think the Falcons probably learned this, is you're having a discussion. This isn't a job interview. There's nothing that Bill Belichick has to do to be like, let me convince you why I have to be the coach of your team. That is a yeah. discussion. There's no, like, so probably what I assume happened is he's like, I want control of X, Y, and Z. This is what I need to do to do what I need to do. And they are probably like, no. I assume that's what happened. Washington, brand new ownership. Guy comes in and says, I want to take everything and take care of everything. They're probably going to say no, too, regardless of who you are. Is it smart or is it not? I don't know. Bill Belichick, the GM, not the best GM in the world. We learned that. Like, that ended up shit in the can after a while. He had the best quarterback of all time, or maybe former best quarterback of all time. We'll see about that. But we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, but regardless, right now he is. For right now and for the next 10 years, he will be. Um so now he's in a situation where he's like, this is what I expect from a team. And if he doesn't get it, I think he just goes to TV because he is like as, you know, socially awkward and stupid as he is. He's so entertaining when he's on TV. Bill. Yeah. I don't think there's a shot. Bill goes to TV. I think I Bill think there's a hundred percent chance. Bill. I think a hundred percent chance. Do you ever see him on the no. hundred, the NFL 100 year honors thing with Rich Eisen? Yeah, he was a treat. He was a treat. Absolute treat. Yeah, but yeah, I like Belichick a lot, but I think him and Nick Saban are going to take some time off, go golf together, hang out. Maybe they both choose to come back together somewhere. And maybe <laughs> either that or they don't. The geriatric you know? league. <laughs> At some point. Yeah, maybe man. they just totally flip scripts and go to the UFL and just win championship. And also, championship. what are they, co-tandem? Who's taking the bo- who's taking the like assistant seat on that? Who's taking OC or DC? I just think they would just be co-head coaches. Right. 
I don't know. I think Belichick has the ability to just take a year off, wait till the best opportunity next season. Who knows? Might be the Bears and and go from there. But yeah, a year off. He's 71. How many more years does he have? What's the oldest somebody's coached? You got to assume it's going to be in their 70s. Yeah, I mean, dude. There's some guys who have coached well into their fucking Pistol Pete's like 74. So, and he looks Maravich? great. And he oh, won- Carol. Yeah. Yeah, Pete Maravich. The oldest yeah, man no. to ever coach a team was Romeo Cornell at 73 years as an interim coach. Second place, George Hallis, 72 in 318 days. So, Bill Belichick just coaching this year would make him the oldest coach. I I think chances are teams are looking to go young, and maybe the commanders choose not to even go that route at all. Yeah, you go with a younger mind, maybe. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying Bill Belichick has used goods. He's a very good coach, obviously, but... Where is the future with that? Like, what are you going to do? Someone will hire bring him. In McDaniels. He's going to bring in McDaniels, and then McDaniels is going to be, like, the predecessor, and then the third team's going to give him a head coaching job? Like, fuck out of here. No way. Huh. I I think Vrabel has a better opportunity of getting Same. a commie job than Belichick. So yeah. we'll see how it all plays out. It's not a surprise that the last pick is them to kind of go for like slim pickings now, but there's some really good options. And if you're a head coach or a potential head coach for that team, it's an attractive. It is. It's an attractive situation. You have a first round draft pick and the top three picks. So you can get a quarterback you want. If you want to move up, you can, you have two second round picks, one of Mm -hmm. them from the bears. You have a slew. So you have a slew 33rd pick too. Right. So essentially you have Our 30, two first round draft picks. No, what would that be? 30, 30 40 seconds. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But you, you basically have two picks on the second day, one of the top picks on the first day. So you're going to get one of the top three quarterbacks. Pick one. So Jaden Daniels, Drake May. If you really want to trade up and see if you can get Caleb for King's Ransom, try. Penix. Yeah, Penix no, is going to be a second day three. guy. Yeah. Same thing with Bo Nix. Everybody's like JJ McCarthy to Seahawks at sixteen. What the fucking way? JJ McCarthy to the also... Los Angeles Chargers, and then they trade to Herbert to the Bears. Herbert Bears JJ McCarthy first overall. <laughs> no, the the reason Harbaugh took the job alone is to go coach Herbert. He's got a hard on for the kid. I think he was just sick and cold. I think. He uh, he wants to live and die in L.A., and he reached the tip top, leave it on top. Now you want to go get a Super Bowl ring. You don't stop. Hip hop, you don't stop. Um, so those are the coaches. We'll see what Washington ends up doing, right? So to stay on coaches, yeah, heard it on ESPN 1000 from none other than the Albert Breer. He was a wonderful NFL beat reporter. He claimed that one of the most attractive reasons coaches were leaning towards taking an OC job with the Chicago Bears was the opportunity to take Caleb Williams. So if that gives you any idea where the Bears are potentially leaning and why coaches wanted to come there, 
even though it is on the record that Eberflus did defend JF1 in most of and all of their meetings, the highest attractive point of that interview was the fact that you had the opportunity to take the quarterback of the generation that they claim. So that's and it makes sense too as well because I said two as well and because okay. Running back turbo. Running back turbo. <clears throat> While that's true, I think it's also has something to do with the contract. I think they know they get DJ Moore, they got a couple other guys, they get a rookie on a rookie deal, and then you get more guys to be, you know, the best setup. Again, is this gonna work great? Who knows? Fields needs to get paid, Caleb Williams doesn't. That's the reason I've been on the Caleb Williams train. I went on the Fields train for a couple weeks and then I'm right back on the Caleb Williams train. I think there's almost a I would say it's probably 80-20 they're going to take Caleb Williams at this point. Like it feels that way. The more things I hear, like it feels that way. It makes the most sense. Why take a guy that you don't really know if he's the guy or not for another guy that you don't really know who's the guy or not, but he's on a rookie contract? What's the difference? Well, we'll be talking about this for months to come. Right. And more information will continue to come out, and they'll try him out and do all this. But I do believe that the attractive thought process of resetting the clock, you get a generational talent. If he left last season to go to the NFL draft, he would have been the first pick over CJ Stroud. Everybody knew it. And Bryce Young. And Bryce Young and the whole grouping in that whole last QB class. There is no doubt about it that he is an impeccable talent. Now, I will say this, being a a USC fan and an OU fan, seeing him day one moving through the college system, any big game, he's he's not very good with handling the adversity. If he loses a big game, he doesn't talk to the media. He never stuck his neck out to defend his teammates after a huge loss. I don't enjoy the fact that he cried on national television for the world to see with his mom and the whole, like, I get it, but you could have done that in the privacy of the locker room, but you wanted it to be a spectacle in a way. So I think he's a little further drama. The star is sad. Yeah, he is dude. He is. And Mr. LeVar, the Mr. LeVar Ball 2.0. I don't know if his dad is that. And, you know, he's the, on the, some the, shit. A lot of the reports the are out of his mouth. Claim. The ridiculous claims that we want 10% of the franchise. Shut me. up. But shut up. With all that being said, you know, last season was probably one of his worst in college football. Oh, yeah. The game oh, yeah. that stuck out the most to me. Of him competing at a very high level against very good competition was the game against Washington. Yeah. They there was like 600 yards of offense and a lot of it was due to his arm. And he never had a defense. He never had a defense at USC or OU for that matter that could keep him (laughs) in a game. So he constantly had to go score, 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 score. Okay, yeah. So that, there's that element to this whole thing as well that I think if he was in a structured environment where he had a defense and an offense that fit his capability, there's no telling where this guy could go. You are segueing into exactly what I wanted to say. 
They have a great offensive scheme at o- or at USC, excuse me. But he was pressured a lot. He hero balled a lot. I don't really know what he looks like in a structured offense playing structured off. Like, I think he can do it. Obviously, he's got the talent. It's clear. My worry is, is he more intrigued or is he more trained to, I got to get out of the pocket. I got to make something happen. Like, how often is that going to happen? Because we've seen this happen a lot in the NFL where guys in college are like, I got space. I can do it. But those two extra seconds he has are completely gone in the NFL. Because the talent is just better. Is he going to be well, able to do that? And is he going to lean on it too much is the concern. Because, I mean, Fields does that to a point. He's like, that's not a big enough play. He holds the ball for too long, and then he's running for his life against 15 guys. And I see a lot of that in Caleb Williams where he does hold the ball for too long. Yeah. Then again, if he's in a correct system that fits his ability, yeah. I believe that, who knows? We don't know. Shane That's Waldron the thing. We don't clearly, know that. Shane Waldron took the job because he knew he had an opportunity to coach either one of the better talents coming out this season or an already existing talent, which you kind of know what you already have. Well, Caleb Williams feels... is Russell Wilson with a better arm and bigger. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, really? No. He's... No, he's not. You don't agree? No. no. He's far more athletic than Russell. Well, ever but Russell Wilson been. could could run. That's but he doesn't Caleb Williams doesn't run like he's not a run first. I know a lot of people are going to look at me and say I'm nuts, but I mean the Mahomes comp is not far it off. Is. That's exactly I've what it is. I watched this guy play for yeah. 4 years. It's very similar if you go watch tape of Mahomes at Texas Tech, it's incredibly similar what their capabilities were. Mahomes used to do the same shit at yep. Tech. The advantage Mahomes had is that he got drafted by fucking Andy Reid. Yep. Got to sit and learn. Well, it's personality too personality too sure different personalities caleb williams is not going to have that opportunity you Uh get drafted you're the savior of this city go perform yeah it's a daunting task and if you don't got the stones to take it on you will fail if you think you're that guy go be that guy like come on like you you keep talking about being that guy go be that guy this is a franchise hungry for a generational qb for the like Hungry first time really ever a QB. The, we get like a QB junior and Jay Cutler. That's about it. <laughs> and like Jimmy I mean, Cutler had amazing talent just between yep. the years. Just a douchebag. Huh? Are we looking at the same thing? So. Amazing talent between the years might be a douchebag. Potentially. <laughs> yeah. Potentially. Yeah. But at that Damn stage it. of the game, maybe that's just what the bears need. Maybe fields from an integrity standpoint, his teammates love him. I trust him with my child. He just, he seems just like a really good God. Sweet man. Young man. Sweet man. Yeah. And DJ Moore loves him. His teammates love him. But then again, if the coaching staff and the front office is just like, you know what? Thank you for your service. That's we need to reset the clock. You can go start somewhere else in your career somebody will be interested in you we'll trade you for something move on all of the teammates that like him you're not going to bite the hand that feeds you and if he feeds them better then they're going to like him too like that's the reality of it yeah well all the reports on Caleb Williams is that his teammates love him the coaching staff thinks he works really hard he's a very smart young man he reads Who defenses would talk shit well. about a prospect though <laughs> well I would Lincoln Riley be like he's kind of a fuck <laughs> like what are you doing well 
Cliff it, Kingsbury came out, and even though he regressed under Cliff Kingsbury, came out and said, I love the fucking guy. Yeah. But that's also, you know, Cliff Kingsbury wants a better job. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows. There are far more guys who went undrafted who have been successful in the NFL than first-round draft picks over the past 20 years. So, Is that true? Is that a stat? Well, just it's a numbers game. Yeah. Think about how many first-round draft picks there are every year, and then think about how Far many Far more in the last 20 paid. years? Yeah. Edelman was good. <laughs> well, think about fucking Jamarcus Russell. He was supposed to be the second coming of Christ, and he was He's terrible. the only first-round draft pick to never get a second chance. As he didn't deserve it because he ate cake no. too much. Yeah, didn't watch tape. Mike, there's games going on right now. There was a lot of games going on this week, Vince. We should talk about Two, the games actually. that are actually happening. Um, yeah. Should we start, should we do it in sequential order? Should we do it in chronological? Should we start with the... Uh, the... Yeah. 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 Let's just get it over with. Get it over with. Uh, the Chiefs won. Yeah, they won. Uh, like they usually This is my do. nightmare. This is Patrick my nightmare. Patrick Mahomes wins games. Patrick Mahomes wins games. They win games. That defense, pretty fucking nasty. Legereus need, pretty fucking nasty. And whatever was going on, whatever was going on with Baltimore, everything that they did previous to this game didn't work and they didn't try it. That's really what happened. They didn't try doing what they've been doing all year. They ran the ball six times. Isn't that obscene? They passed the ball on an 82% clip this game, and they completely gave up on the run game. I, I don't I don't get it. That's what they did well all year, and it just didn't make sense to me. I don't have – actually, I do have an exact number. I'm going to pull it up. I forgot to put this in here. The Ravens, at the most, per game, week one to the AFC Championship, at the most, they had 31 runs. That was the week before this week. They were averaging somewhere between 21, 18, a couple 16s, whatever it may be. They ran the ball six times, under 10 times for one week on the most important game. Yeah, Lamar Jackson carried the ball eight times, was not planned runs. He ended up running the ball. I don't know what the fuck it is. Why it is with the Kansas City Chiefs, and they yes, they do have pressure. Yes, their defensive backs ended up playing a lot better than they should have been, for sure. And they had the best quarterback in the game, obviously. 30 for 39, 241 and one touchdown. Nine incomplete passes in a fucking AFC championship game is obscene. On the other end, Lamar Jackson, 100 more yards throwing the ball, ran the ball for 54 yards. They ran the ball six times. And then there's Zay Flowers, which I also want to talk about. Zay Flowers makes a sick play. Zay Flowers gets flagged for taunting or whatever it is in sportsmanlike conduct. Call the ball back. Say Flowers goes to prove himself and be like, I'm still that dog, even though I fucked up. Fumbles the ball right before the end zone. Touchback, Kansas City Chiefs ball. That's the most Patriots gone Chiefs shit I've ever seen in my life. It's the same playbook. They play the same playbook. Not actually, offensive or defensively. The way that the games work out are the same thing. We're seeing the same thing. We're seeing the exact same thing. The Chiefs are the Patriots of old. They're the new team that shit like this just happens to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. 
The egregious holding calls that aren't Nope, called. can't do that in this game, dude. They didn't play offense. Um, they didn't play offense. The Ravens sucked ass at offense. Regardless of what the referees did, well, the Ravens sucked ass at offense. What they did was had a perfect plan with Lamar. They said, oh, okay, yeah. let's contain him. Let's take his legs away. Don't spy him and, like everybody else did. They didn't well, spy him. Yeah. They contained him. Take his legs away. They just contained him. The rush was getting to him in some way where it didn't necessarily have to mean a sack, but mean we're going to keep you in the pocket and make you beat us with your arm, and he couldn't do it. That only works if you and got this a Chris is Jones. Where, this is where I thought, and I was surprised, the Harbaugh, who is a Harbaugh, yep. said, all right, it's not working. Let's just go fucking run it down their throat and just mm-hmm. beat them at the line of scrimmage. But that proves to me they knew they couldn't. Yeah. And Chris Jones is an absolute beast. So and good. that defense, this might so be the good. best defense. This might be the it best is. defense Patrick Mahomes has ever had. It is. Worst and offense, best defense. <laughs> somehow that makes sense, but they had to pay him. They don't have a ton of weapons other than yeah. Kelsey. You know, Rice is turning out to be a nice move. Isaiah Pacheco, seventh round draft pick. Runs the ball on the gut. MVS he runs sucks so ass, but worked out today. <laughs> even even though, like you know, he did get stopped on a pretty crucial fourth and two. He is a small guy. Um, he is a small guy. For he what he's worth. he runs angry. You gotta love him. He runs like a guy who like stole a piece of jewelry out of a mall or some shit. Yep. Um, but it, it's. You can't look at that Lamar interception and be like, oh, that was a missed P.I. call. He threw the ball into three, the triple coverage. So, yeah. like, refs aren't going to call that. Right. Um, there's a couple other, like, the Zay Flowers P.I., like, that could have been. There was a couple that plays. Personal, yeah. That personal foul could have been, like, two separate ways. The, the you know, game got really chippy even before it started. I'm just surprised the amount of penalties the Ravens had considering who their coach scared. is. It was scared. Like they looked scared. They didn't seem scared. They seemed like they were trying to show their proverbial muscle in the worst way possible. It almost and seemed those, like they were calling the game completely differently than they, they have had all eight year. penalties. They had eight penalties for 95 yards. That's fucking brutal. You On can't the other side of the ball, there's three penalties for 30 yards. Once again, it just tilts so far in favor of the team that's not the Chiefs. Not doing penalties, them. I don't know. I there's to me there's no argument that this game was a ref show. The Chiefs were better. We than them. discussed it the week before that this team of refs leans like on the, the away team. team. Yeah, like the so team. the NFL kind of knew what they were doing, and it just once again, I mean, this is my football nightmare that she's going to the fucking Super Bowl. Whatever, it almost works dude. well in the favor of the NFL. I'm sick of hearing it. It's I think so there was something like Taylor Swift got like 2.4% of airtime in the game. And you're like, it's fucking nothing. <laughs> like, it is nothing. I get it, dude. But, you know, after every score, Taylor, yeah. after every first well, down. That's because Travis Kelsey was absolutely electric. I mean, they're oh, going to show he, it after electric. 115, 116 yards, 11 receptions. Fucking see. They I mean, obviously he had went nine through. receptions in the first half. Yeah. It it's was... unheard of. The, the, like, I mean, Mahomes just stuck onto him. Now, it would be even amazing if, like, they signed DeAndre in the offseason or somebody who wants to go play with them for a, a good contract. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh. 
For some reason, I had Jordan in my head. I'm all football, right? I'm all basketball, baby. <laughs> um, say, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the Chiefs played a better game, in my humble opinion. I wanted the Ravens to win. I was real pissed the whole fucking time. I got one of my good buddies is the Kansas City Chiefs fan, born and braised. And it was just. Is he braised? Is he braised like a short rib? Or yeah, is he yeah, braised yeah, yeah, yeah. like a pork yeah, shoulder? Yeah. Like, a tur- like a away. turkey. Oh. Like a turkey. Of course, we got to make it food. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, man. Yum. This is one of those things where you look at week seven, week eight, week nine, whatever it was in the middle of the season. You're like, these I'll, aren't those Chiefs. These aren't those I'll Chiefs. Give it, I'll give it to them, man. They're a great team, and they're so well coached, and yeah. they get it done week after week, and you can't hate on it. I thought the pregame stuff is like, you know how some teams knew not to poke the proverbial bear of Michael Jordan before yep. a big game? Uh huh. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Well, Justin Tucker and this team started the shit talking and fucking yeah. around with the. And a team like this, like, don't give them more ammo than they already have. And in an away game, people are saying they've never won a road playoff game. They've never done this away from home. Blah blah blah. They want that. They yeah, want to hear well, that shit. They want to hear that. They shit. want the smoke, especially and- guys like Kelsey, who said, "If you want to be a dick." To me, I can be a far bigger dick, which yeah. I relate to that more than most people, because when people tell me, you know, I don't know if I like you or not. I'm going to be like, oh, OK, you're really not going to like. And me. when you meet you, you're like the nicest guy in the world until someone's a dick to you. And then it's like, all right. And I'm the same way. Like, why are you being fucking yeah. mean to me? You ugly ass. <laughs> like, what are we doing right, here? Right. Like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. did I do to you? I try I and think- come off. I've had people be like, I don't know if I like you. Ooh, well, no. why would you say that, idiot? <laughs> What yeah, are we doing? I love people who do that shit. Just be like, you know, I don't know if I like you. Yeah. Mm. Well, okay. Yeah. You're going to learn today. Yeah, I'm always a big like, all right, get out of here then. Just leave. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to You're do. You're about to bring out the Chicago and the boy. You're going to learn. Yeah, it ain't good. Um, This, I think it comes down to more than anything. It's There's a team that's been there and there's a team that hasn't been. And that's kind of how it worked. Regardless of how you feel about the referees, there were a couple there where you're like, Does. you can't do that there. You can't do that yeah. there. I agree. And then the other team's got Patrick Mahomes, who already has Super Bowls under his belt. And the other team is Lamar Jackson, who is an MVP, but. Does he deserve the MVP after that yes. horrible playoff loss? Yeah, it's a regular season award for better or for worse. Should the MVP race yes. be considered in the post? Okay. <laughs> yes, it should. But okay. they don't. There we go. And that's how it has to go. Um. Wow. T- TB12, Mike, should we do this? Everybody's doing it. Everybody's about talking about it. What about Tom? Tom Brady. What about Tom? Patrick Mahomes. What about Tom? What about you my... Oh, no. You have, you have Joe Don't Montana. No. no. It takes no. a while. Tom no. Brady starts tearing this. it up. No. And then no. Patrick Mahomes. First six years. So we're comparing 64 or 94 to 96 games, depending on which <laughs> statistic you want to look at. Regular season record, Patrick Mahomes, 72 wins. Tom Brady, 70 wins. Playoff record, Patrick Mahomes, 14-3. and three, Tom Brady, 12-2. and two. Four AFC titles for Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Two Super Bowl rings, rings looking to get another one this year. 258-69 interception, 167-87. Interse- touchdown interception. Now, if you look at passing yards, passing touchdowns, interceptions... 
so interception is going to be lower. Completion percentage, QB wins, yards per attempt, yards per game, rating, rush attempts, rush yards. Patrick Mahomes hasn't beaten in all of those in 96 games. Except one very big stat. What's that? Tom had three at this stage of the game. Mahomes only has two. Tom had three after next week. Patrick Mahomes wins three and it beats him in every other statistical category. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes is ahead of him. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes will be the only quarterback in NFL history to make it to four Super Bowls before he's the age 30. So. Fucking insane. It's impressive. It's and insane. I'm not hating on him. I think the yeah. guy is truly an impressive feat regardless of his family's shortcomings. Yeah. I do believe that a lot of it is so much coaching. You slight and... Jackson in the middle. <laughs> what? You slight Jackson. You said their oh, shortcomings. Yeah. 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 No, his his family is a little fucked up. I mean, let's face it. His brother, like, basically forcibly raped a lady and then just got off. Because his brother has a lot of money. Got off. Oh, like of the charges, Vince. Get your fucking Jesus head out of the gutter, cuz. Get your head out of the gutter. Any, whoa. Anyway. Whoa. This guy. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. No, it's um, it's one of these scenarios that it was a different era of the NFL. Yeah. Tom was in a system that played defense, ran the football, sure. set it up, and he didn't have weapons like a Tyree Kill or Travis Kelsey until he was almost in his year eight season yeah because that's when the gronks came that's when the you know aaron hernandez's of the world came that's when moss came like all I that i was gonna so, say before any of that randy moss is on that fucking team also randy, randy Dion branch like, pretty fucking good <laughs> Dion branch wes welker cory dillon this goes on cory dillon dog yeah um yeah so Corey i mean Dillon's obviously offense is very different now the comparison's difficult I'm just saying yeah. this because this is going to happen a lot the further we go with this. And if he's as good as he has been for the next five years, this conversation is going to be had again and again and again and again. So right now, the way we're standing, depending on statistics, how everything's working, he's on pace to throw the most yards and throw the most touchdowns of all time. And he's also on pace to win the most Super Bowls of all time or tie at the very least. So for what it's worth, Patrick Holmes is that good. Okay, let's talk about the epic crumbling of the Lions. Lions! Fuck, dude. Fuck. <laughs> They're in our division, and I was so angry and sad. How, dude, how do you I lose that? I wanted them to win. I just wanted them to win so bad. How do you lose that? I don't care if you got one ass cheek or three toes. You can still lose a game on how you choose to go upon your decision-making. And, uh, yeah, it just blew up in their face. And this will go down as one of the most epic comebacks by any team since the fucking Patriots came back to beat the Falcons in that Super Bowl 28 down three. You know, so who, who was in the <laughs> NFC championship last year? NFC championship last season was 49ers the Eagles and the 49ers and the 49ers just lost Purdy Every and then the rest of the game. Yeah. Fell apart. yeah. Um, I think the main conversation about this that's been going around is Dan Campbell decision-making. That's been the conversation. Two points on this. First thing is not going for the points for the three. Was that the difference maker? Yes. 
the argument against that is they haven't done that all year. They've been a fucking balls to the wall, go for it on fourth, get the extra points if you can. What we're talking about with the Ravens is if he sh- if he kicked the field goal there, the argument is he's doing exactly what the Ravens were shouldn't have done, is change their game plan the game before the Super Bowl. Dan Campbell's going to go for that every time Dan Campbell went for it. I think that's totally fine. The fucking timeout when he ran the ball in the fourth quarter at the end of the game, knowing he probably needs an onside or at the very least needs to get them in bad field position so they can bring it around and hopefully score. That timeout was egregious, and that was brutal. I love Dan Campbell. He's going to be back. Obviously, they're going to run it back and hopefully win some shit, but he needs to learn from that because that that first timeout ruined the game for them. That rushing play was brutal, but that first timeout ruined it for him. For sure. Because that that way you can knee out easy. You can knee out easy at that point. You had the potential to get six points in the third quarter, and you turned it down each time. Yeah. Now, if you would have gotten three points, considering the game and loss of margin was three, you could have been in a position to then tie the game and go in OT and see what you could do. Now, the first fourth and three or fourth and four, whatever yeah. it was, when you go for it, ball hits Josh Reynolds in the hands. That, see, that's what the thing. Could have, would have, should have. The biggest thing is Josh Reynolds. Right. That second time when you're now Fuck in the fourth quarter, there's seven minutes left in the game. You have the ability to get points to go up three. Take it. Don't be a fucking hard See, on. yeah. Like, that's what I don't like. There's situations that give it. Like you kick the field goal right before the half, and in my opinion, well, you have to because you don't any... you don't get field position. But you could have put the 49ers in a position where you kick a field goal, you get it. Now they start at their own twenty as opposed yeah. to the fifty. Right. Well, yeah, and so, then they just roll down the field. That's the thing. It was a little too far into the field, honestly, for me. Where it's like you probably should probably should get rid of this and put them in a worse situation i just i want to lean on the has it worked all year yeah then do it because that's what they should do i mean if they were this good and they've gotten this far under that ideology they should continue to do that different times like again before the second quarter and people were talking about that too it's like well you get field goal then and i know that's not the argument you're making but you don't get the benefit of having bad field position coming back over because it's the end of the half so take the points but like Again, it's just that it's just that fourth quarter. Because first off, I feel like they went to the locker room and they're like, "We're going to Super Bowl." I feel like they did that. <laughs> I yeah, they started out so hot and came out so flat. At, right. It wasn't like let's go step on their necks. It was so much credit to the 49ers. But yeah. The yeah, they came out and they looked flat, and there wasn't the pedal to the metal that you thought it would be. They didn't score yeah. at all in the third quarter. Um, I mean. The 49ers scored 17 points in the third quarter alone. And they took advantage and the most advantage, the most advantage of their turnovers that they had. I mean, it was truly that fumble by Jameer Gibbs was debilitating. But this game, shout out to Brock Purdy, Give him, give him the roses. Brock Purdy, man. Just single-handedly brought that team back. All balls. And... You just gotta love him. Like he didn't bring he, this up. Kendall Vildor, the fucking throw ball hit him in the face. Cause that's, a, that's an interception, and it immediately turns into a Whoa. touchdown. Brandon Ayuk gets 
number two on the top ten countdown, which was fucking obscene. Top ten plays. Poor Ayuk, ASU, ASU's finest, Brandon Ayuk. I mean, you know, yeah, I, he's he's a monster. They're so good. They're so good. Like poor guy. Like he shows up on Twitter. You say, like, really? Seriously? That video was hilarious. You, um, you see the view out his window though. That's a good. View. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's all right. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, this forty nine team's really good, and it was a really good game to watch. But you could feel it as it was going around the time where the third quarter was about halfway through, and it started getting close. And you're like, Lions aren't winning this. And then I thought at the end, maybe they can pull something out. But no, Lions weren't going to win that. You just, I don't know what it was, and I, like, maybe I'm paraphrasing or whatever, but it feels like they went into the locker room and they said, we're about to go to the Super Bowl instead of let's step on their necks and make sure they're never walking. Well, you got C.J. Gardner-Johnson out there fucking talking shit about Debo before the game and then waving yeah. goodbye to the crowd before the half. Like, what crazy? you just gave them... And then you got Eminem in his pre- in his booth flicking the whole crowd off. Like, well, I would just, do that too, though. I I probably would have done the same <laughs> if I was I'm a fan. Saying, yeah. yeah, I get it. He's not a player, you know. I, I just I feel like this game could have ended far differently if the management aspect of it would have been more yeah. so thinking about the long term as opposed to the opposite. So you know, it's pretty good. The Lions, they will be back. I think they have yeah. the potential to win the NFC North next year. And I think they'll add more to this team. I don't think really anybody's going anywhere. If they add another wide receiver piece, there's no telling where this team could go. Yeah. Um, Christian McCaffrey, pretty good at running the ball, too. Just want to put that out there. Christian McCaffrey <laughs> is truly a dog. Generational. And generational, he is really. he's generational, and he not only that comes from a family tree of greatness in the NFL. Uh-huh. And his dad was a dog. He's just proving the great white hype at the running back position isn't dead. So you got to love it. Speaking of talented tree. So we're not going to pick the Super Bowl this week because we got a whole week for that. And I forgot about that. So we don't even have to do that. But what I do want to say is Patrick Mahomes, dad pitched for the twins. He was a major league baseball player. Yep. I learned this today. Brock Purdy's dad, eight-year minor league baseball player. Really? Maybe. Maybe if you pitch in the MLB or you pitch in the minors, your son's going to be a generational quarterback. <laughs> oh, I got some I got some homework on how I believe the Super Bowl is going to go. And to your point, I kind of forgot that we weren't going to do that this week. Yeah, but I know. we can talk about our way too early picks and where we were, where we were right oh. and where we were wrong. Do you want to go through mine and I can go through yours? Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Vince predicted the AFC championship they did. spot on. Yeah. Chiefs Ravens. Vince called it way early on. The NFC championship. He was not so 50. lucky. Fuck. 50, 50. He was Eagles 49ers. He had the 49ers losing. And then his Super Bowl was a rematch of last season. Chiefs and Eagles, which is pretty close. No cigar. Fuck. His winner. His (laughs) winner. His winner of this Super Bowl was to be the Eagles. Now, go ahead and just go ahead and destroy me. I'm just mad because 
if I would have just listened to what you were saying and picked the Lions, I would have had a perfect fucking draw instead of the goddamn Eagles. And the Eagles ruined me. And I should have, um, I should have listened to myself. But you got unlucky. You got unlucky. I will say that. AFC Championship. You had Bengals Chiefs, which everybody would have loved to see a rematch of that. Joe Burrow goes down. You can't have it. Which is similar to how the Eagles went. Eagles just fucking went downhill. Uh, just the Bengals looked so good, and they were yeah. a really good team. If Jake Joey Browning doesn't get hurt, good. I, I mean, for what he was, he wasn't yeah. bad. Right. I think if Joey B's still on that team and healthy and full 100% Joey B doing Joey B things, yeah. there is no doubt in my mind that they're not back in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. I'm. It's hard to disagree with that, truly. Yeah. Um, NFC Championship. You got one half again. You got Eagles-Lions. We both, both picked the Eagles for our yeah. NFC Championship. I got one half correct, and I rode the Lions train. You had Super Bowl lions Bengals, which <laughs> Lions almost there is a bad beat. I feel like in for most of this, I feel like we're pretty even. Like, yeah, I picked the Chiefs to go there, but that's kind of like a homer pick. It's easy. I think we're pretty even. You picked the Bengals to win. So maybe we'll just have to play Madden and do Eagles Bengals and see who wins. I'm showing. I'm showing. Uh and that shows showing. that even if you watch every game every single goddamn week like we do, even if you follow everything, even if you have multiple fantasies and you're looking at bets and you're doing all this stuff and talking to people about it, no one fucking knows anything. The only thing Speaking. we can confirm for sure is that the Chiefs are going to be in the goddamn Super Bowl every single year Vince. for the next 20 years. Speaking of the fantasy football, what about your punishment? I don't think we ever agreed on that. Are uh, you sure about that? Check the tapes. Everybody who was in, I think everybody who was in the league agreed no. to the punishment. Uh-uh. Go back the and punishment check. punishment to give everybody some recourse. I'm a Democratic on. man. Go back and check. No one agreed. Was simply, if you came in dead last, which Vince did, yep. and I came in second to last. Now, Vince, what if there's what if the exception was that of the Taxi Squad podcast? We both do it. Goes and we have to do an open mic, five minutes at an open mic. You go and do your five, and I'll go oh, and do my five. Dude, I want to be so bad at it. You know, this man sings on stage in front of the masses, is on I two know. fucking podcasts. And you would think, one would assume he would be okay. I'm not a comedian, bro. <laughs> no one's a fucking comedian. You just get up and you go for it. That's you like know? being like, hey, you can play flute, right? It's like, go do a hip-hop dance in front of a bunch of people. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know how to do that. I'm not funny. I don't have jokes. You're very funny. Fuck! I, I don't mean, want to do it. The thing is, nobody is like, wants dude, to. The right, issue, the, the issue is, is that if anybody else lost, it wouldn't be a big deal, and no one would tell them to go do it. What's so comical about this, people, is that Vince <sighs> and I are the people that operate a sports podcast, and we've become the dead last losers in two it's years. Bullshit! Running it's bullshit. Our friends, fantasy football league. I already so said that. I'm also, quitting goes all you, my fantasy just, leagues next year. I hate. No, it. we're both <laughs> done. We're done. Finished. We're done. So we done. might as well go out with a bang. And if you are listening to this and you would want to see the Taxi Squad podcast go on the road and do five minutes at an open mic, let us know because it could be something fun to do. And I kind of enjoy the parody. And considering uh, we're going to be in the off season here shortly, it would be something fun to document. And with that, to. people. <laughs> With that, next week, 
we will be giving you our Super Bowl picks. So yeah. sorry to make you wait, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Enjoy the Pro Bowl event or whatever the fuck they're calling it. Pro Bowl games. <laughs> Pro Bowl games. We hope that you enjoy your first weekend without NFL football in we a long will. time. And whatever you choose to do, maybe go to Home Depot, maybe go to Lowe's, whatever you do. If you're a Hang married, out with your wife or, or maybe, girlfriend or your husband or, or maybe or maybe you're in your 20s and you're going to go out and get smashed with the boys. Go just whatever you're going to go do. Go enjoy it. Be safe. Be safe. As always, this is the year of the siblings. So if you haven't shared the pod with your brother, you. Your sister, your half sister, your stepson, you go, just go, just Do go, it. show them. Do it. And then, as always, we will see you next week. Peace.